Well, good morning and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Dr. Chris Coakley, and I just want to spend some time with you to start off the month. I mean, this is the beginning of the month, but more importantly than that, it's the beginning of the new year. This is when you begin to think about what 2023 is going to be like. And, and you're going to finish off 2022 strong, but making an extension of 2023. Um, look at it as an opportunity for you to turn 2023 into 13 months instead of 12. And so as you're setting your goals, as so many of you will be doing for December, I want you to think about what you want to do in 2023. I want you to think about what you want to achieve in the first quarter of next year. And then work backwards to what you need to do this month to get a head start on next year. What should your goal look like this month to give you an advantage to go into the new year with some new partners, new teammates, new attitude, new work ethic, uh, everything, just new energy, new appreciation for everything. And, and begin now with the end in mind. And one of the key components to successfully doing that is gonna be your attitude. It's gonna be your ability to stay excited. See, I noticed so many people this year struggled with being excited. And it's because we've come off a tough time. We've we've come off a pandemic. We've, we've come off of, of spikes in and the economy from inflation to recessionary to good job market to layoffs. It's just, everything seems to kind of be the yin and yang, but not on a, a yearly or multi-year basis, but almost on a weekly, sometimes even daily basis. You just went from good to bad, bad to good. And managing the most important aspect to success, which is your attitude, is the toughest thing. And that's why people look at all of these negative things we're seeing in the press. And you got to realize that people are doing bad things more than ever because they're losing hope. They're giving up. They don't believe they're going to find a way to make it. And we're in a culture where the successful people, the truly successful and some who pretend to be successful, are broadcasted 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day on the Internet, on TikTok, on, on Facebook, on you're seeing people bragging about their success, their new car, their new home, which makes the people who don't have it feel even worse. And so that's why we have to work on our attitude. See, I grew up without a lot, but I also didn't see people with a lot. Most of the people I saw on a daily basis were just like me which is why we kind of normalized poverty. We, it wasn't so bad. 
we all hung out together, played together, did everything together, and we were all pretty much in the same boat. And every now and then we might see a nice car go down our street, but it wasn't often. I remember I got totally hooked on the show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach. And I watched it every week. But although I was watching houses and cars and boat yachts and there were no people in it. I didn't know the people. And the people that were in it didn't look like me. And so I didn't feel bad that I didn't have it. I just wanted it. It motivated me. It gave me, like, I'm going to do what nobody I know is doing. Today, it's the opposite. You see all kinds of people, all kinds of backgrounds, all types of cultures, all different age groups driving half a million dollar cars and mansions and vacations and for 90% of the world it's not like that and so we've got a vehicle that can help people achieve whatever their goals and dreams are but for them to get there they got to be able to be excited and stay excited through the tough times to make their way to the good times. And you gotta be able to be excited and stay excited so that you attract them to what you're doing. And you gotta lead them all the way to their goals and dreams by being excited. And every now and then we drop our guard and we be normal and we think, well, it's normal. No, you cannot be normal and achieve what we're talking about achieving. You can't. So I'm gonna give you some tips on how to stay excited. We're gonna go through that process. So let's talk about the eight steps to stay excited. Here are the eight steps to help you stay excited as you go. First one is focus on growth in all areas and talk about it. So you got to look at your business and you got to look at you personally and you got to look at where are you growing? Where are you succeeding? And that's what you got to talk about. Don't focus on where you're falling short. Focus on where you're growing. Are you doing better today than you were yesterday? Are you doing better this week than you were last week? Are you doing better this month than you were last month? Are you doing better this year than you were the year before? Find one of those, whichever one of those apply to you that you were doing better, that's the one you talk about. That's what you focus on, growth. How many, do I have more people on my team than I had? Do I have more regional builders than I had last? Do I have more directors on my team than I had before? Do I have more SBAs on my team than I had before? Do I have more people showing up to the company event than I had at the last company event? Look at all areas and find where you have growth. And that's what you talk about. That's what you talk to your team about. Now you got something to be excited about than focus on all the things that haven't gone right. Number two, look, you... It, 
you got to tell yourself you're excited even when you're not. I, I, I saw an interview where somebody said, what do you do on the days when you don't feel excited? What do you do on the days when you don't feel happy? What do you do? And the answer is, uh, I pretend that I am. What's the alternative? And so I get up and go, I'm alive, I'm awake, I feel great. And I tell myself until I begin, my emotion follows my motion. The action of saying eventually takes the action of feeling in that direction. So I motion towards it even when I don't feel it. And my motion will pull my emotions in that direction. I feel good. I feel fine. I feel this way all the time. I know you're looking at me like he is a lunatic. Yeah, most very wealthy people are considered eccentric, which is a nice word for lunatic, crazy. But you have to be to navigate through a world that is constantly negative. So you gotta get up every morning and tell yourself, forget about what you're feeling, you create the motion that changes that emotion. You say what I just said, but you don't say it sitting down. You stand up. You move your arms. I'm alive. I'm awake. And I feel great. And that emotion will start to pull out the emotion you're trying to get. Number three, you got to understand you can change the direction of our lives in a moment. See, this Number three and understanding number three is probably the most important concept for you to grasp. But it's the toughest one for people to deal with because it doesn't allow you to blame your life on anyone else. See, I am exactly where I am today because of decisions I made six months to a year ago. And I gotta live with that. Not what somebody else did, what somebody did to me, not the economy, not that I am where I am today because of decisions I made six months to a year ago. And you go, well, Chris, that's not exciting. That's not, that doesn't make me feel good. You're right. But here's what does. I can change to wherever I want to be six months from now by the decisions I make today. So you could change your whole situation if you decide to right now. You could change everything about where you are right now to where you want it to be six months to a year from now based upon the decisions you make today. You have the power to change it. Just like you're responsible for why it's here. See, what excites me is I make mistakes and I end up not where I wanna be. But then I just sit down and go, okay, what are those mistakes? Let me change the decisions I made 
so that six months from now, I'm laughing about this. And I'm so much closer to my goals. Knowing I have that power is what excites me. Okay, I made some bad mistakes, screwed it up. Now I'm not right where I want to be. But you know, it's exciting. I'm going to sit down today with a pen and paper. I'm going to make some new goals. I'm going to make some new decisions. I'm going to make some new commitments. I'm going to change my work ethic. And six months from now, you watch my smoke. I'm not going to be in this situation anymore. I'm going to save money. I'm going to invest money. I'm going to make more money, whatever it is. You don't have to just sit back and hope it happens. Make it happen. That's what's exciting every day. I wake up every day and begin to make it happen. Number four, you got to set long-term and short-term goals. And then you got to carry them out. You got to be a goal setter and a goal hitter. You got to be a weekly goal setter, a weekly goal hitter. You got to be a monthly goal setter, a monthly goal hitter. So many people take goal setting lightly. So they just say something they don't mean and they never even look at it again. And at the end of the month, when it doesn't happen, they go, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to happen anyway when I said it. I remember when I first started setting goals, it was such an empowering thing. And now I love that when I do my annual goals, as it's coming to the end of the year and I'm looking at my goal sheet and most years, eight out of 10 things I put down, I do because I put it down. And then I, I look at it, not every day. I should look at it probably every day, but I at least look at it every other day or so. I rewrite it a couple of times. I adjust it and look at it again and read it again. And so I'm always on it. And I'm always measuring, am I moving towards my goal? If I find myself doing something that isn't going to get me to what's written on my goal, I change that immediately. Life's too short, years too short to get distracted. So as you're going to sit down after you watch this, or some of you have probably done it before you watch this, set your goal for December and then set your goals for 2023 now and start to look at it every day and adjust it every day until you and you know it's exactly it gets you excited it get it causes that burning sensation in your gut it causes happiness as you read it because you imagine what life's going to be like when you get there and and Every month, set goals. Don't miss a month of setting a goal, which should be part of the bigger goal to achieve what you want for the year. Number five, you're going to look for the good in everything. I truly believe part of the reason my life has been so blessed is because of this principle. I listen to people talk about things that have happened to them at the hands of other people. And I'm heartbroken because 
I can't imagine people being that way, but there are some people that way. And sometimes I say, Chris, why, why has it never happening? Why have you never been, you know, robbed or beat up or, or all these different things that I hear people talk about, or, or even in a really bad relationship or, or abused by someone? Why has those things not happened? And there's only one answer, because I look for the good in everyone. And typically, people show you what you look for. Now, that doesn't mean that's what they are. The same person that may rob somebody else may decide not to rob me because of I didn't look at them like they were a robber or a crook. I still spoke to them. I still said, how you doing, my brother? How's everything going? Where most people walk by them or cross the street or clutch their bag or prepared for something bad to happen, I don't ever prepare around anybody for something bad to happen. I always assume it's going to be a good encounter. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I hope for the best. I am prepared for the worst. Let me say that again. Don't get me wrong. I hope for the best. I look for the good. But I am prepared for the worst. Thank God I've never had to use that preparation. Because I truly do believe people treat you the way that you look at them. And if you look for the good, the majority of the time, the good is what they're going to show you. And when they get to the next person who looks for the bad, that's what they show them. So you got to become sold out to looking for the good. Everybody that I meet about business, I assume they're going to win. I assume they're going to be a director. I assume they're going to shoot to the top. I assume they're going to achieve all their goals and dreams. I assume that we're going to have a long relationship and watch each other's kids grow up and get married and have kids have kids and we're all going to be a part of their life. I assume that this is for the long haul. I assume. Now, does it always happen? No. But I always assume it. I always hope for it. I always look for it. And so it happens more than not. And that's why I'm always excited instead of, oh, here's another person that I'm going to spend all my time with and they're going to end up quitting anyway. Here's another person that's just going to drain my energy and end up quitting anyway. Why do I even waste my time? People never see if you're talking to yourself like that. And if you're looking at everybody like that, how are you going to ever be excited about it? I don't spend a second thinking about the people that quit or did. I always look at the person in front of me and go, this is it. This is the one all the way to the top, me and you. It's where I was in my relationships. One didn't work out. I was ready for the next one. Yeah, people would go, well, wow, would you get married again? Absolutely. And I ended up getting married again. And now I'm in a beautiful relationship. But if I'd have walked around with the stink of the old relationships and bad, feeling bad and negative and everybody's, where would I be? 
if for some reason everything went south, would I get married again? Absolutely. If somebody came along that made me feel like I should, I would. If I fail, would I get up and do it again? Absolutely. There's good people out there. I just got to find them. And that's the same situation you're in. And as long as you believe that, then you're excited about finding them. Number six, you got to commit to personal improvement. People buy you before they buy your product or your company or your business. They buy you. And after they buy you, whether or not they're going to follow you depends on whether they see you going in some direction, whether or not they see you growing, getting better, focused, chasing goals, because those are all the things they want to do. And if they don't see that growth in you, then they don't believe you can help them grow. So you got to commit to personal improvement. You got to commit to reading. You you you've got to. You got to commit to 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 workshops and seminars and whatever it is you got to do. TED talks, I don't know whatever. To continue to grow. Continue to improve. so that people can see that growth and believe it's possible for them. And when you see it, you'll be excited. Just a little bit, you'll be excited. I just lose one pound, I'm excited. I get on that scale, if I'm one pound lighter, I'm excited. I know some of you going, Chris, and then you gain it back later. Yeah, but then when I get on there and I lose it again, I'm excited again. Number seven, you got to believe that we have a higher purpose. You cannot, listen to me, you cannot take this journey of success if the only objective is money. It's too difficult. There are easier ways to make money. My mentor always used to say, Chris, if you're only here to make 50 or 100,000, you might as well leave. There are easier ways. There are jobs you can go get. From nine to five, that'll pay you 50 or 100,000. You got to believe you have a higher purpose. You got to believe that you're here to, to change the world. You, you're here to earn enough money that you could give away more money than most people will ever earn to help people. You got to believe that there's, there's a higher purpose for you. I truly believe with the things that has happened in my, my life and that I'm here because there's a higher purpose. Some of the health challenges I've had that I've survived 
that has shocked many doctors in the medical community, I always say it's because I have a higher purpose. They're not done with me yet. See, you got to believe you have a higher purpose. And that's what should excite you. Because the little battles won or lost won't matter if you know you got a higher purpose. Because you know in the end, you're going to win more battles than you lose. And you're going to help more people than you thought you ever would. So you got to believe that with everything in you. If you don't believe you have a higher purpose, whatever that higher purpose is, it's tough to stay excited if you don't believe it. And then number eight, huge. Flush the negative past out of your mind. Your past has nothing to do with your future. It has been proven over and over and over again. There's been people who spent years in prison to come out and become outstanding members of our society. They have done incredible things and helped so many people. There are people who've done great things that are now in prison. Your past has nothing to do with your future. It's what you decide. It's the decisions that you make. So flush the negative past out. Anything that was negative that happened to you or that you witnessed or that you got to flush that out. You got to put that behind you. You got to get it out of your mind. And be excited about where you're going because you decided to go where you're going. So many people are being held back by their old beliefs. Well, last time I tried it, it didn't work. So why should I believe it's going to work this time? But what does the last time have to do with this time? The people I talked to before didn't do anything. Why should I believe people now are going to do anything? What does those people have to do with these people? There's zero connection between your past and your future, except in your mind. If you focus on your past, you will stay in your past. It's all in here. There's been no other connection. There's no physical connection. There's no metaphysical. Only connection is right here. If you carry that negativity, it will stop you. It will create fears that prevent you from taking steps towards a different future. But if you learn how to put it in the airtight compartments and close it up, there's nothing you can't go do if you don't restrict yourself by what you have or have not done in the past. Guys, if you implement these things immediately and start running after your goals for the closing out 2022 and starting 2023, you're going to have the most incredible year you've ever had. Thanks for joining me for Winners One. Talk to you next time.